What's up, man? What's going on? <laughs> Looks like we're doing this again. Yes, sir. Back again. Welcome yeah. back to Filmjet. Yeah, we here. We bring you we bring you our our reviews and our opinions on on the most recent or even the um even videos from the past um movies and TV shows. Yeah, from any time really. From any time, exactly. Uh yeah, but welcome back. Uh so good to be here. <laughs> we got um That's we got a treat for y'all today. Yeah, I'm really excited uh, about this one. Yeah, me too. We're gonna be covering something that was um <laughs> I actually didn't know about this one. Uh but you brought it up to me. You brought it up to me uh last year, you like, you you have to watch this. And I was like, <laughs> All right, bro, I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it a shot. <laughs> and I gave it a shot and then I was like, Whoa, this is crazy. Yeah, so what are we um, talking about today, man? Bro, we talking about Hit Monkey on Hulu. <laughs> uh, Hit Monkey on Hulu. Marvel's Hit Monkey on Hulu. Um, it's just such an underrated gem. Um, yo, such an underrated gem. I heard about it just because naturally I just pay attention to everything Marvel or DC that comes out, and um, I was happy to hear that Marvel was doing something a little different. Um, they first came out with that show, MODOK, which is stop motion animation. Um, I didn't oh. watch that one yet, but I probably yeah, will eventually. Um, so that was first. And then a little bit later, they came out with Hitmonkey, which is a character I had no idea about. Um, he's only appeared in comics and I don't really read comics. so. I had no idea that he existed. Um, but yeah, and nobody on the internet seemed to be talking about it. So I was kind of just like, okay, maybe I'll check it out. Maybe I won't. But then a few people that I know watched it and told me like, yo, this is heat. You got to watch it. You got to watch it. So I said, oh, what the heck? It's It's short. It's only 10 episodes that are all about half an hour or so. You can knock that out in one or two days if you really want to. So yeah, I was just like, okay, I'm gonna watch it. And then it ended up being one of my favorite things that I've watched recently. Like seriously, I mean, this show really blew me away. I was really happy with. It. Yeah, I was really um, I was really satisfied with this watch too. I was like, I was like, man, this is a it was a pretty good run. It's ten episode a ten episode run. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna I'm give it a shot. I was like, what? Hit monkey crazy. This is, I was like, this is insane. <laughs> yeah, I did not really, expect. It's so action packed yeah, and just ridiculous. I mean, even the concept, right? An assassin yeah. monkey, it's just so ridiculous, but, you know, if I wanted to watch something that was, from real life, I just go outside, you know? I don't watch TV right. movies to see real life, you know? So, <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I gave it a chance and I was really happy that I did in the end. Yeah, me too. 
because I was like, yeah, uh, just like you said, I was like, yeah, this is real different. Uh, Hit Monkey is, I was like, I never, I never really heard, I never really watched a story like this before, mm-hmm. where it's like the main, the main character doesn't talk, and is pretty much the supporting character that's doing all the, all the talking, and the, and the main, and whatever, whatever Hit Monkey is saying too, it's not even um. Like throughout the whole show, they weren't even like translating anything. Yeah, yeah. So we were, so we were just hearing, we were just hearing him, 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 him speaking monkey for the whole show, which is funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it's and it's happy to it's good to see, especially from from Marvel. Um, and the reason why it's not on Disney Plus is because it's adult rated. I think that it's TV mature is the rating. So yeah. it's like it's like the equivalent of radar. So Disney never wants their name attached to something like that. It's so funny. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, it goes on Hulu, but it's still under Disney umbrella because they own Marvel. But yeah, they didn't right. put it on Disney because of the mature rating. Because yeah, it definitely is mature. I mean, the action is crazy. There's a lot of blood. There's a lot of gore. You see people get dismembered. You know. You see people get, get shot. Yeah. Everything. So whatever, it was whatever, crazy. Mm-hmm. Whatever you could think of in that regard, I mean, it happens. So definitely don't let your kids watch it. <laughs> <laughs> because so when I first when I first got into this show, I was like, okay, like let me see, let me see what the show is about. And then uh right off the bat, like the gore and everything and the animation style, I was like, this this is similar to like Invincible. Like it reminded oh, yeah. me, like the like the amount of gore and and violence like uh reminded me of Invincible, and I was like, yo, this is actually kind of hard. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, okay, like I, I'm definitely gonna give it a shot. And then um, you know, that was just based off of, like the first like five minutes, like the first intro scene. I was like, oh, this is sick. So yeah. Um. Yeah, let's get into it. What do you uh? Let's let's give our little uh. We're gonna break it down for you guys. We're gonna give you guys a non-spoiler review at first for those of you who haven't watched it, and then we're gonna we're gonna flow into a spoiler review. So those of you who have watched it, that's for y'all. Yeah, definitely, um, definitely. But please, yeah. if you haven't watched it, please watch it. I'm telling you, I can't stress it enough. I mean. Right. This show deserves everyone to watch it. It's so good. Um, it really blew me away. And I hope they do a season two. I mean, I really do because everything, <laughs> and you know, still non-spoiler, but first thing I got to get into is the art direction. I mean, visually, right. this the show is so good looking. I love the art direction, the art style. Um, it's animated pretty well. And it's like, I was noticing basically like every shot the background i'm just looking at it i'm just like wow that's really nice you know right yeah yeah, me too i was noticing the same thing i was like yeah they they did a nice job with the setting um and like i like the like one of the things that i like the most about about animation and and uh animated shows is that like the setting is uh the setting can always can always change you know what i mean Like the setting always changed. I I feel like they did a great job in this show, um, moving the setting around. Because the the show is set in Japan, 
and and they're moving the setting around so you saw like a lot of japan it wasn't just it wasn't just the main city you know what i mean right right so i like that um yeah i like that a lot uh yeah definitely i mean animation to me just gives you so much more creative freedom well i don't know about more but it gives you freedom in a different way than live action because you can style characters in certain ways. You don't have to draw realistic proportions. You can have people move any way you want, where you whereas you can't do that in live action. So, and, and I think a show like this really works in animation because you know the main character is a monkey, first of right. all. So, you know it would be, you know the the budget would be out of control trying to CGI a monkey for the whole time. <laughs> exactly. I mean, we, We've, I mean, it's happened before in movies, but still, you know, it's yeah. just, it's just, I think it just works better in animation, especially with how the art direction turned out for this show. I mean, I can't, I can't praise it enough. It's just, it, it's just such a great looking show that even if you're just looking at it for that, I mean, like that's enough right there, honestly. It It is enough because like the colors and like the detail detailing mm -hmm. and um and everything like all the different shots that you got throughout this whole show it was it was like it was like amazing like i i love what they're doing with animation these days and mm -hmm. like um yeah i love i love i love like everything that they're doing uh it's so cool like the the new art styles that we've been seeing like even like through uh like shows like what if and like clone wars uh how like animation has been getting better it it just mm -hmm. it just it just shows um what do you think of like the story of of, of the uh what, what do you think of like, the overall story man the story the story had me engaged the whole time and i was i really just wanted to know what was going to happen next um it really surprised me you know because you should just look at the premise like, yeah, they're probably going to deliver on the action front, like, part of it. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, because it is about an assassin monkey. But I was actually surprised at how emotional and deep it got sometimes. I mean, just certain things that were, that were happening really, it kind of caught me off guard. Like, something would happen. I'd just be like, oh, like they're really going right. that way. But... Um, <laughs> They really, they really handled it well, and they actually made a monkey like a compelling character. You know, right? And I thought, exactly. I thought that was that was such a pleasant surprise. Right. So yeah, how did you feel about it? Um, the I thought I thought the story was great. I I um I thought that for well, ten episodes is a lot of episodes, but even though they were half an hour, I thought that for like five hours of TV, they actually packed a lot of story into this. Like it was, it was like uh, a different section. Uh, the story, the stories didn't really flow off of each other as much as like as I thought they would. Like it, it was just it was just like a new a different a different chapter, um, for each for each episode, 
which I thought was kind of cool the way they did it. It was like um, um, only only a few. Well, no, the, the the overall story worked, but they were like, if you were just in, if you were just watching the show for the action, like they had that and and they delivered, like you said. But then, if you really wanted to get engaged with the story, then you really you really had to like. Um, you really have to like focus and and um, remember all the different all the different sides to the story because there were like there were like three different like subplots throughout the whole throughout the whole show, and it was mm-hmm. just a lot to keep track of. But it was that's cool. why it was cool. that's why oh, I'm man. starting to like TV though. Yeah, I, I like TV because TV gives you more time. Whereas like a movie, you can really only focus on one or two characters because right. you, only have two, you only have two hours. You can really only focus on like one or two characters. But like TV, you can have multiple character story arcs going on at the same time. Right, it right. Really, it really gives you time to spend with, with people and really get to know characters. So but, that's why but, I think I think that um, like, yeah, I'm starting to like TV too. Another problem, well, not with this show specifically, but another problem that I I have with TV and different character story arcs um, is that like I feel like a lot of times they don't know how to pace those story arcs. So mm-hmm. then, uh, toward the end, it sometimes like in different shows it may seem like it's all just crashing down all mm-hmm. at once, and and it makes it makes like the finales of different shows like hard to keep track of. But I I didn't find that with this show, especially because they they split the finale um, into two episodes, mm-hmm. so they kind of gave it like a lot more a lot more time. Uh, they gave the finale like a full hour versus a half an hour to to have everything come together. You know what yeah, I mean? Definitely, definitely. Yeah, because I mean, probably the most probably the the biggest example of like a like something like that that you just said would be like a game of thrones did you see the game of thrones i probably i feel like i asked you this a bunch of times anyway i didn't i i haven't finished game of thrones yet no uh well yeah well game of thrones actually did a great job of this at least before i think season seven ish Um, oh but i heard i heard yeah like before they passed the end of before they passed the books um you know that show it has so many different um, you know, story arcs and plots, and it's just like a giant web of different things going on. Um, but like this is like elementary compared to that. I mean, it's really just about the monkey, and then you know, no no spoilers, but it's really it's really only about three people's stories that are really focused on. That I'll say. So. Um. I mean, like I didn't like I personally didn't have any trouble like keeping up or missing anything. Like I never really I don't I don't think I ever like rewinded it because I missed something or anything like that. I I mean the way I feel is that like I just feel like um because because the plot was more of like a mystery plot, it was more of like a mystery uh mm-hmm. Like I feel like knowing all of, like the factors that were involved uh, is 
is like more important or is important to know like all the factors and all the sides that were involved in the in the mystery so that's why that's why i was saying well mystery, mystery stories are usually like that though yeah like I say, well, it, around a lot. it wouldn't be a mystery then if you knew you know? right 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 <laughs> yeah they they usually bounce around a lot yeah. which like i which i kind of like um yeah, I actually think that's what made like this show so so good. The fact that it was it was um it was based off it was fueled by the mystery. Um uh well, I'm not gonna give any spoilers, but yeah, it was it was pretty much like a a, a mystery plot. Mm-hmm. And then you just have to keep going along with the with with what was going on in the show. But like you, you don't wanna miss it, you don't wanna miss any details, you know. You know what I mean? So it's like mm-hmm. you're thinking, okay, like this might be important for later on down the line, what, mm-hmm. whatever it is in in a, in a certain scene, or whoever this is in a certain scene, like they might show up again. So, but yeah, um, I thought I thought this show was um, I thought the show was really cool. It was like it was different. It was different. I give you that. I was like, okay, I really wasn't expecting this. Um, mm-hmm. From like the amount of violence to uh, how unique the plot was to um, all of that coming together to be a mystery, like it was. It really set itself up to be um, to be a good show, and it was also like one of my favorites from last year as well. Yeah, definitely. And I'm just, like I said before, I'm just happy to see Marvel take a risk and, and put out something that is unexpected with probably, you know, one of the most obscure characters. I mean, this is a newer character. I think the comic <laughs> he first appeared in was in 2010. So this yeah. is a character that is barely 10 years old. I mean, it's 11, 12 now, but, you know, that's new on the scale of comics. I mean, Superman is from 1930s, so... You know, right. we can still we still barely can get him done right in movies and TV. So <laughs> I don't so, know if they I ever mean, get Superman right. Well, they got him right in you know a few animated stuff, and I well I think oh yeah I, in the animated yeah I like Man of Steel first of all I like Man of Steel I like Batman versus Superman and I like Zack Snyder's Justice League not Justice League but Zack Snyder's Justice League I like that but. That's off topic, but yeah, I'm I'm happy that Marvel did something with an obscure character because DC was never really afraid to do things with obscure characters. I mean, even if they didn't put out something like a Doom Patrol, which they did recently, but they'd have more obscure characters appear in their other shows. Like for instance, um, I don't know if you saw Batman the Brave and the Bold. I mean, that show was out you know, 10 years ago, we were kids when that show was running, but I watched it recently when um, I was, maybe I was like 19, 18. Um, and there's all kinds of characters appearing in that. I mean, there's the metal men appearing in that, um, you know, all kind of, all kind of characters, Sebastian Blood, uh, Etrigan, the demon, you know, um, yeah. all the, all those kind of obscure characters that haven't appeared in a movie yet. Um, you know they're appearing. That in, sounds like in the in all this in all the cartoons, even if it's not they're not headlining it. You feel me? 
that sounds like um yeah like uh <laughs> you mentioned Sebastian Blood and I think I th if I'm not mistaken I think he appeared in the in Arrowverse didn't he I don't remember but I know I know Constantine did Constantine had his own show that ran for a season and then he appeared in other oh he did too. yeah and then and then he um and then he 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 appeared in his own show. Wait, was that was that animated from the start? With his show? Yeah. No, the Constantine show was live action, but it only got one season. But then they brought back okay. Constantine to appear in like Legends of Tomorrow and the other shows. But I never I never saw it though. So you remember remember when they had that this is going off topic, but real quick. Mm -hmm. Remember when they had that um um it was like a limited Limited animated series, uh, I think it was called Vixen. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, I watched it. Like, yeah. So the the Flash appeared in that from from the Arrowverse. So did the Arrow, and yeah, so did so Constantine. Arrow. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, <laughs> that's why. That's why I asked if he was uh he was animated. Well, he but, did. They did do. They did like two animated movies with Constantine. If you didn't watch me, to watch them because they're good. Um. Also, did only you see? Movie, what? What'd you see? I, I, are you about to say um, uh, Justice League Dark? Yeah, I was about to mention that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you seen you seen that right? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah, but there is a there is a movie called. Constantine, I think it's called City of Demons or something like that, but you you can look it up uh later. Yeah, that okay. that was a pretty good movie too. Um but yeah, DC always you know, they've always had their more obscure characters appearing and stuff. I remember the Creeper appeared in Batman the animated series back in the 90s, so, you know. Wow. And they had Zatanna in there all kind of people. Right. And so, then now like like they're making like shows like Peacemaker, right? Right, exactly. And yeah, yeah, which shows I like hear Peacemaker is pretty that, good. That yeah, shows like Peacemaker that are doing pretty well, and and yeah, you, like you just gotta take risks and just make and just learn how to make characters interesting. Right, and but to Marvel's credit though, nobody expected Guardians of the Galaxy to be a hit. I mean, right? I was just about that, to mention that. Yeah, because no. They don't even really have a, a big history in comics, like, you know, as being really popular. Um, Marvel's thing was always they're number one in in terms of like in terms of like teams was always X-Men. I think the highest yeah. selling comic book to this day is still an X-Men comic. So it was always X-Men and then Fantastic Four. The Fantastic Four was more popular than the Avengers like years ago. The Avengers yeah, didn't really get I popular until the movies. Yeah, they didn't get popular because I remember um I remember reading comic books when I was when I was small and then the there'll be more X-Men comic books. Like I knew about Wolverine uh first before I knew about Iron Man. Right. But I mean it it, it makes sense because all the X-Men movies um like came out before Iron Man. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I didn't really know about Iron Man until the movie came out either. Um, right, exactly. Because, you know, when, we, when I was like a little kid, like, you know, five, six, ten, it was all about X-Men and Spider-Man. That was really it. Right. It, wasn't, it wasn't no Avengers. So, and, and you could even, 
tell just by the cartoons. I mean, Hulk was popular. They did a bunch of Hulk stuff. They had a live action Hulk movie and then the Hulk cartoon right. from the 90s. Um, they had they had a bunch of Fantastic Four cartoons from the 60s to the 90s. They had Spider-Man. So if, if I'm being honest, um when I first heard that Iron Man was coming out, I was like, I don't want to see Iron Man. <laughs> yeah, really? I thought the concept yeah. was cool though, so I was interested. I was interested because I was like, I that really, sounds like a cool concept though. I didn't really know who Iron Man was. Yeah. And then I was kind of I was kind of upset um with the fact that like he didn't have any real powers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yeah. because everything that we've gotten up until that point were like enhanced enhanced humans. Because the yeah, X Men yeah. were first, and then Fantastic Four and Spider Man at the same time. Like all of those, except for like except for like Batman, all of those yeah. were like enhanced humans. So that was cool. And then, so I wasn't really feeling the concept of Iron Man, but I, I like it definitely grew on me. So yeah, you're right. I didn't know that there was an Iron Man cartoon from the '90s till I was like a teenager, and I was like oh, getting I, back into like all the shows and stuff, and I was just looking for anything. So I like found out at that point just going on Google that there was a cartoon from the '90s because I never <laughs> saw it on TV growing up. I only saw like Spider Man, X Men, even um yeah like the Hulk and you know Fantastic Four, right. But yeah, but you know what the problem is though too, why Marvel started using the Avengers because that was all they had when it came to the team up. Because remember, Fox owned oh yeah, that's Fantastic true. That's Four true. and the X Men, so yeah, so Marvel couldn't even use them if they wanted to. I I so feel they had like no choice. I I feel like that was kind of good though, only mm-hmm. because the the X Men story, I feel like is just so dark. It's just so dark, and, and I I don't really know. Like, remember how we were talking last week about like how Marvel was like afraid to get dark and stuff about stuff. Right. Yeah. Right. So um, you think they wouldn't even do it right? Yeah, I feel like I feel like they wouldn't even they would they wouldn't have been able to do it right from the jump. Yeah, especially with the future timeline. Like, if they went into that part of the X Men. Yeah. <laughs> That's the part of the X Men that like I really want to see. Like, yeah, I want yeah. I want to see like live action. But um, <laughs> what's it called? Let's get let's get back. Let's get way back off, into, uh, way off topic, bro. Yeah. <laughs> let's get back into hit monkey. Way off topic. Um, yeah, we can what's get it called? This, we can get into spoilers now. I mean, oh, I yeah, pretty we, much said every. I pretty much said everything that I can say without spoiling. So, at this right. point, if you have not watched Hit Monkey, this is your warning because right yeah. now I'm about to get into some spoilers. I'm telling you right now, so. If you don't want anything spoiled, please watch the show and come back. I'm telling you, you will not regret it. It's great. Right. It's a great my show. Piece. So what you got, Adrian? So are you going to break it down or what? You don't have to do a full breakdown, but, you know, uh, okay. Okay. What was your favorite scene? You have a favorite scene? Could be action, could be emotional. What's your favorite scene in the whole show? What was my favorite scene? All right. Um, I think I think my favorite scene 
All right, so I know my favorite scene was my favorite scene was when they got into that argument that was so bad that Hip Monkey had to trap um had to trap Bryce's spirit in that circle in the bathroom. Oh yeah. Like that was a that was like a really a really a really really cool scene to me because it was kind of like um well, it showed growth uh, in, in Monkey's character. Yeah, it did. It did show growth in Monkey's character, and it actually showed that, like, even though uh, he was going through everything for like the past few, uh, like the past few weeks and everything, um, it, it was all like it was all like weighing down on him, and and it was becoming too much, mm-hmm. and then. The fact that um, the fact that Bryson understand that it was kind of like you know, uh, he doesn't monkey needed some time for his, for himself, so he just <laughs> he did, he had to trap Bryce in that um in that thing so he can get out of there. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. the whole time he had basically just been listening to whatever Bryce was saying, and right? That was like the first time he really tried to go on his own. Mm-hmm. So that was like my favorite scene. Um, well, all right. So that was my favorite. Like, I'm gonna give you my favorite act, my favorite action scene in a minute. But mm-hmm. that was my favorite scene, like in terms of story and and character development and everything. But my favorite action scene was like actually earlier on um, in the show when um, Bryce and and Monkey they were kind of like. They were kind of like fresh. Like Monkey was like fresh in in, in the mm-hmm. game. I I don't even know if he actually never mind. Yeah, he did. Um, but they were they just came out of the um. I believe they just came out of the mountains, and he needed weapons or something like that. So he went to go see uh, this older lady. In the I warehouse. knew you were gonna. I knew you were gonna say this scene. I just knew. Bruh. it. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say this scene. Yo, go to see this old lady in the warehouse, and um, like if I keep a long story short, she had a, a blade on on the conveyor belt, and that was her fate. <laughs> that was her fate. I knew you were gonna say that scene because that was like one of my favorites too. Because it was Yo, just so was like, ridiculous. What? One thing I love in shows too, whenever they show like an old person that's just like like miraculously good at fighting. Yeah. <laughs> like I love when there's just an old person that you probably wouldn't even pay no attention to them, but when there's a, a fight that break out for whatever reason, they just really good at fighting in martial arts and they fight like they 25 exactly. or something. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I was just like, wow, this lady is spry. Yeah. Rage. Yeah, that was definitely up there on mine too. Um, yeah, mine, mine was that scene when they was, what was they doing? Okay, they was getting chased by a bunch of assassins, and then some dude. It, he was like a, um, he was like a social media influencer type dude, and he was recording himself killing people. That was like his thing for I guess whatever would be the YouTube channel, or whatever. He was like recording mm-hmm. himself killing people. And he was driving this like yellow, obviously it wasn't a Lamborghini because they can't say names like that in the show, but it was a right. yellow lamp, it was a yellow Lamborghini, and they're driving 
and he like attacks the hit monkey and they're like in the car and uh basically they the monkey causes them to crash and he flies through the window and, <laughs> and monkey like surfs his back he's like surfing on his back while he's flying through the air and the guy face plants it just drags across the ground like jeez it's it's crazy and you know there's a whole bunch of blood and, and you know that's just that's just the type of ridiculousness i like to see and stuff there's something about yeah. there's something about a guy surfing on something he shouldn't be surfing <laughs> on that i just like there's a few other moments like that that i've seen recently too and one of them was in lord of the rings and it's like one of the big battles in the third movie and there's like these giant elephants that are fighting, right? So you can imagine there's two armies that are about to clash and there's like giant ele- elephants among them. Like one of the armies has these giant elephants and this guy is like an elf, right? So he's an elf and he's like really strong and good at fighting. He single-handedly takes down this giant elephant. He like climbs on top of it, kills all the guys on top of there. And he like takes the elephant down and as the elephant is falling down, he like surfs down the trunk and lands on his feet. And it was, to me, it was the coolest moment in the entire Lord of the Rings trilogy. So anybody who's seen Lord of the Rings can dispute that if you want, but I'm here to tell you right now, I don't care. That was cool as hell. I've seen a dude surf down an elephant trunk and there's not many things that could top that. Um, And then the other one was in Clone Wars where it was what what battle was it? What battle was it? It was the Battle of Anaxis. So during the Bad Batch arc, it was like the part where Obi-Wan and um Mace Windu were together. Oh uh, yeah, okay. And like the uh-huh. 187 comes and there's like, you know, there's a few clones like flying around on jetpacks, and there's a clone that's like on a jetpack, he shoots a droid that's like in the air and then surfs the droid as it's falling down. Oh, I do remember that. <laughs> then he hits the ground and then like flies to the <laughs> to where the rest of the people are at. Um, yeah, it's such an easy thing to to kind of miss too if you're not paying attention. But mm-hmm. I saw it. I was like, wait a minute, that guy just surfed a freaking droid. That was the coolest thing <laughs> I've ever seen. So yeah, that's that, and that so that was like my favorite scene in Hit Monkey. Mm. That was a good one. Yeah, I I remember I remember that scene. I was just like, jeez, like the the what's it called? The kill cams on the yeah, <laughs> and they're so ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah. Um. So there were some some pretty cool characters in it too, like other other superpower people. Oh yeah, there were there were some great characters in the show. Like I. I had like it it was it was kind of fun keeping track of them all because um a lot of them popped up earlier on in the season and then they didn't come back until like the finale um but there was one in particular who popped up and when when she came in I was just like you know this 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 girl is a problem hmm. I I think you already know who I'm who I'm talking about yeah I do um yeah, I'm talking about I'm talking about Lady Bullseye, and I was just like, I had to look this I had to look this character up because I was just like, yo, I've never heard of this character before. Yeah, so um, 
and when when she entered the show, like her her like entrance montage was like was like kind of <laughs> it was kind of scary. I'm not gonna hold you. I was like, okay. I was like, all right, this this lady is a problem. And then Bryce uh, in the show actually confirmed my thoughts exactly because he was like, oh yeah, we're in trouble. <laughs> so, um, but Lady yeah, she Bulls, definitely, definitely made it interesting. Yeah. She's one of my favorite characters um, in the show, mm-hmm. uh, especially because, like, I I like animation because I like when villains can actually be villains. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, and and like stir up trouble, and that's exactly what she did. So so then she really did make it hard for the monkey, um, to finish his mission. <laughs> yeah, man. Yo, she was killing people left and right. Um, but yeah, Lady Bullseye was a character that I did not know of either. And, um, yeah, I looked her up and she, you know, uh, took the name from Bullseye, the, the guy that fights Daredevil a lot. She fights Daredevil too in the comics, I think. Yeah. yeah I, read, I read her origin. She was inspired by Bullseye because she saw him kill a bunch of people or something. Mm-hmm. And so she ends up taking the the name Lady Bullseye and she joins the hand, becomes good at fighting, and I guess uh, becomes good with projectiles too because she's she does the same thing. She she's good at throwing stuff, shooting guns, right? But they show her throwing stuff just like Bullseye, and um, and her <laughs> her alter ego, like her normal identity, is like a, she's also a lawyer. So it's funny that she goes against Daredevil because she's a lawyer. And she'll go against uh, uh, Matt Murdock as a lawyer, but also as Lady Bullseye. So, yeah, wow. that's pretty. That's pretty interesting. And yeah, and the show, the show really did a good job with her. Um, every scene that she was in, you felt that tension because she did not hesitate to kill anybody. I mean, she was killing people left and right. It was almost like everybody who was in contact with her ended up dying in some some way, shape, or form. So, it was like everybody who she came in contact with that made her like the slightest bit upset. Like, yep, yep. like if you just if you disappointed her in any way, then you're finished. Yep. Yep. Yeah, so, it was sick. So you really knew, like, okay, this if this girl is actually trying to kill you, you're in trouble. So it right. really it really brought that tension with her with her battles with Hitmonkey and Bryce. So yeah. Oh, but um, oh, what are you gonna say? I was gonna say um, well, we didn't even we'll really talk about like the main plot, but um, I'll say the other uh, interesting character that I really liked was uh, the fat cobra guy. Oh, the one with uh, the one with the, uh, the, one with the electricity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a he yeah. had a cool uh, power set because he was really big and strong, but mm-hmm. he could use. He had like electricity powers, but only in his feet. Um, so it was a nice little, <laughs> a nice little wrinkle on that on that power. You see, there's a there's a good amount of superheroes with that power with electricity, but you know they usually show it from their hands, not their feet. Right. So that was pretty interesting. Yeah, he was cool. Um. Oh, so I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell you guys right now. If you, uh, 
this plot was actually a lot a lot to get into because it was like uh it it had its emotional emotional ups and downs um definitely it was it was very political at times um <laughs> and it was also like how i mentioned before it was also a mystery so uh you kind of had to pay attention to a lot of stuff because there were a lot of clues that were dropped um mm-hmm. a lot of clues were dropped throughout the whole show and um at times if you didn't pick up on it then they would they would give you the hint but if not um well there were like two sides to the mystery there were there was a side that like we knew as an audience and then there was a side that um nobody knew like not the audience and not the people in the show right so like that was like that was like a very interesting dynamic for the show um to to push the show on and um i like it actually shocked me because i didn't expect um akiko's uncle to be the one that was um mm-hmm. that was pulling all the strings Yeah, I didn't yeah, expect yeah. the people don't going to be the ones that pull all the strings. Yeah, they, because there they were a lot of a, interesting characters. Yeah. And I think they did a good job too cuz the whole time they made him seem like he was reluctant to be a politician like he was like, "Oh, I don't want to be a politician." Right, right, I right. I never do that and they made him all nice. Um so yeah, it was it was it made it even that much more sad when it was actually revealed. Yeah, the re- the reveal was sad. I'm I'm not I'm not going to hold you. It was like the reveal was very sad and then it was sad because as an audience like you kind of knew what was happening next mm-hmm. after the reveal and then you knew what it meant for the monkey and his relationship with with his friends. Mhm. So because it was like okay the monkey in order to finish the mission, right? Um if he killed the uncle then he would lose a Kiko. Mm-hmm. because that was like his that was like his, you know love, what? his love interest. I will say one thing that I didn't like about the show was her reaction. I felt like I felt like the way she reacted was completely unreasonable. To the to his death? Yes. Bro. Yeah. Bro, first of all, first of all, she's just completely ignoring the fact that he pulled out a gun at the last second. Oh yeah, he did. And he was ordered that he was going to pull out a gun black second to kill the monkey first of all. And she's mm-hmm. ignoring all the bad stuff that he did that he basically was hiring assassins to kill his own friends. Like right. yeah, I get I get that's your family member but like and I'm not saying you should be happy that they going to jail or anything but like you can't be mad at at somebody else for doing the right thing. Feel me right. like like you can't be mad at the monkey for at least taking him down i mean he, he was forced to shoot him because he pulled out a gun in the end but you can't be mad at him for doing that i mean so you're supposed to just let him shoot you i mean come on but um you know people they get crazy when it comes to family members so and it's also in the heat of the moment so i mean I think yeah, I think, I, think right. I think a good amount of people would have probably reacted that way but I just think that was totally unreasonable like for her to hate the monkey at that point and just act like he didn't do the right thing. 
because in the end, uh, in the end, Akiko ended up trying to take up the mantle for uh, the Lady Bullseye. Right, right. Um, I, I wonder how that training is going to go because <laughs> you got to have that precision. But at the same time, it's like now you're choosing, uh, you're choosing like a, a whole different way of life because you you couldn't see past your uncle's mistakes. Right, right. Now you're just going to be going down a completely dark path. Right. And then it's kind of it's kind of sad for like the monkey, as I was saying before, because he in by by killing um Akiko's uncle, like he said, he was able to set Bryce free, right? right? So Bryce left, and then um Akiko also left because she was so upset with the monkey. So it was sad. Well, it was sad to see him lose it all. Bryce ended up coming back though. Yeah, yeah, but you, we didn't know that at the time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But um one thing that I really liked too was was the relationship between um Bryce and the monkey. Yeah, yeah. Cuz I thought that I thought that it really it really turned into something genuine. Uh uh from the beginning when when Bryce was just like, "Okay, like, you know, um, I feel like we're only together because you have to complete my mission. Like it was like it's like destiny, and then it almost felt like to the monkey it felt like a chore, but then like you know like as the show went on like their relationship and their bond and their bond grew stronger mm-hmm. and they were able to help each other a lot more than they thought they they thought they would be able to um, in the beginning. Right. Yeah. All right, so, so explain basically the the uh, like the first episode, like what is who is Bryce and who is the monkey? What happened to them and why are they stuck together? Okay, so Bryce um, is is uh, an American assassin, um, and he's hired. He was hired to. Um, assassinate this politician in um in Japan and um in his success of that he uh, this is all this is the first episode in in the, his success of that he's now on the run um and he's on the run and the chase uh pushes up into the mountains where he um Is he? Well, he gets he gets double crossed by whoever hired him. Oh yeah, yeah, he does get double crossed. Okay, okay, yeah, he gets double crossed. Um, and he gets injured pretty badly. Um, and is taken in by uh by the monkeys in the mountains. Um, and in the in the mountains, like he's healing in inside the hot springs and everything. And yeah, these, these monkeys the had monkeys. them in like a hot spring and they were taking care of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he meets all the monkeys and, and everything. Um, uh, and as he's there, he meets this one monkey who, um, he, he meets this one monkey who's like, he's like pretty aggressive. Like he's more aggressive than the rest. Um, so 
then what happens is, is because of his aggression, the tribe uh, of monkeys like uh, banishes him, banishes the more more aggressive monkey, and he um, as as he's leaving, I believe the people that were chasing Bryce, uh, mm-hmm. they came him back. down. Yep. Yeah, they came back, tracked him down, and end up ended up um, slaughtering the whole tribe, including Bryce, who was at the time relaxing in the hot spring. Mm-hmm. Um, so, in an effort for revenge, the monkey uh, ends up finding Bryce's gun, and then goes and 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 kills all the all the guards in the military that were sent to. Uh, assassinate Bryce and that's pretty much how that's pretty much how the story between them started because once once that was finished Bryce's ghost uh appeared next to the monkey and they learned not too long after that um Bryce couldn't go anywhere without the monkey and the monkey uh everywhere the monkey went Bryce had to follow Uh, there was no way to get rid of him yeah, yeah, he was like bound to him. Right. Yeah, so that was like a really a really unique thing. I can't think of anything that I've seen like that. I really can't. I'm trying, you know. Right. I've seen a lot I've seen a lot of movies. A lot of TV shows. I can't think of something where there was a spirit well, I've seen things where there's a spirit bound to like an object, right? But I can't remember a spirit that was bound to a person, and to where it was like he was literally had to stay within like a few feet of him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if if he ended up staying too far away, then the, the like the bond would end up pulling him. Um, yeah, he would just get sucked back right, right up to him. Right. Hmm. So, um, you already gave your favorite part of the show. Uh, we, we had the plot. What do you give the show? Um, what do you rate the show overall on a, on a scale of like one to ten? Mm, okay, I would give this show an eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. Okay, I, I think that's fair. I was going to say, I was going to say around the same. I was going to, I was going to say seven and a half, but mm-hmm. I, I do think that I do think that it deserves the eight because of how unique the story is, and because of how well put together and like there were no, from my knowledge and. And off my first impression, I I didn't really pick up on any like plot holes, or um, any inconsistencies throughout the story, so I thought that the story was very well put together. Um, yeah, so I, I agree with you on the on the eight and a half, on the eight out of ten. Right, right, and just the visuals, the animation, the art direction. I really, I really just like that style. Um, but I mean that is. A show like that is kind of my favorite style, though, because my my favorite style of animation is 2D 
um, American style. I mean, that show has like anime influence. Yeah. Like it sort of looks like an anime, but not really. Mm-hmm. But it really, it really looks more like a like an American cartoon. So, you know, my that, that's really my favorite kind of animation is is two D, um, American style. I mean, I love anime too, but I like I just like I just like the American style better. I think the problem yeah. is Japan was like throughout history. Japan was just so much far farther ahead. Than, than uh than the USA when it comes to animation I mean you look right. at stuff from like the 1980s and it was looking better than stuff that was coming out in America in the 2000s I mean <laughs> it's kind of no, crazy yeah but, yeah like, like even show, like go ahead even like the older animes that like you can you can tell they're old mm-hmm. just like just how cool they look now it's like, yo, what if I was watching this like when it first came out? Yeah, yeah. Like I would, like, I would have been blown away. Yeah, like have you ever, have you ever heard of a she didn't know Joe? No, I haven't. It's a boxing anime from like the seventies, and it, it like now it looks old, but like you said, it, it just has such a unique look, and I've, I've, I've been meaning to actually watch the show. I've seen clips of it. But mm-hmm. it, it it has such a unique look, and I think I think it holds up. Like it looks old, but at the same time, I think it really holds up because the the look is just so unique. And yeah, um, that's just an example of how Japan. Like was. Even with even with like um Akira. Oh yeah, but yeah, Akira is like that's like one of the greatest ever. Yeah. <laughs> like the the way that movie looks is just insane. I mean, I, I can't even say enough about that movie. The, the setting for Akira, like Akira came out in uh, 1988, I believe, and the setting uh, is supposed to be set in 2019. Yeah, that was kind of crazy, right? Yeah, which is kind of funny. So, like, that's kind of that's cool. The um. But like yeah, uh, what you were saying about the the art and the animation style, um, and like from way back in the eighties and in like the sixties, like it was still it was still going crazy, uh, because Japan is just that far ahead, um, in in their in their animation. Yeah. But um, I do I do agree with you though about like the American style animations. I I think I think they are really cool. Um. Even with like, I kind of do like the 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 two D to me is cool, but I I like like the more three D looking like um uh like in like Clone Wars. I remember mm-hmm. when that came out. I remember like not even knowing what Star Wars was when Clone Wars first came out, right? <laughs> But then just the animation of the show and how cool it looked. Yeah, yeah. Because the characters are 3D, I was like, yo, this is actually crazy. And then, like, I was like, okay, like, you know, with everything going on on screen, because, like, the Clone Wars era was kind of, like, was kind of, like, a really a really cool era of Star Wars. Um, There's a lot going on on screen, so, 
like you know it's gonna it's gonna capture it's gonna capture my attention but that animation style is what did it for me when i was young yeah I re- that and that show is to me a really big outlier when it comes to 3d because mm-hmm. that that show has such a unique look too um yeah but to me 3d usually only looks really good in like movies you know when you watch something like a pixar movie that's like when 3d to me is at its best Mm -hmm. um but usually yeah like usually when when it's done for tv shows they don't have the budget to make it look that great and even in anime i've seen some 3d anime and even if it if it's like not if it's good, like if the animation is smooth and everything, I just don't like how it looks, man. I just like 3D anime just doesn't look good to me most of the time. And I mean like 90% mm. of the time. And you know, anime is usually better than American animation. Like I just finished Vinland Saga. Boy, mm-hmm. I'm telling you that show is so great looking. That show is so great looking. You need to watch. <laughs> You need to watch Vinland Saga. It's only one season, but yeah, like, um, yeah, the three D. I just, I just, I usually don't like it on TV. Clone Wars is probably the only show that I really like the the three D animation, and and that's also because it got so much better over the years too. It I did. mean. They, you can definitely see the progress. Yeah, and there's some parts where I can't even tell the difference between Revenge of the Sith and the Clone Wars animation. Like, it, some parts of it look like freaking live, live action, like the way it's lit. And, <laughs> and the, you know, when, they're, when there's, like, people fighting and there's, like, all this smoke, it just looks so real. The thing that really gives it away is how, how the people's bodies are proportioned because they're so stylized. Yeah. So if, if they were to make them like real people's proportions, it would look so realistic, especially when when there's like people in the clone armor and, you know, like the droids. It would look so realistic mm-hmm. if you didn't see anyone's face. But yeah, mm-hmm. I, I really like the the um the Clone Wars animation style. And I, I remember reading something that in the beginning they made it to look like the people were made of wood carvings. So I think that was such a great idea to give the show its own look. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I I can kind of see it, especially like if you look at like Obi-Wan's hair. Yeah, yeah. Right? And like Anakin's hair in season seven at least. Uh you can see like how the like how the how the wood co- the the wood carvings like make sense, especially yeah. like in like his beard and everything. So that's kind of that's that's pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. There's in speaking of like you know Western versus Eastern, you know animation. One of my favorite too is the recently like Young Justice. I like that art style a lot. I mean that's just my favorite. It's clean. Um, they have good character designs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, American American style. The people aren't that stylized in that show, though. So, you know, that's just another one. Invincible, of course, but Invincible. 
Invincible, as great as that show is, it's honestly, I think Hitmonkey is better visually. Mm, you think so? Yeah, like just straight visually. Like art direction wise, yeah. Um, Invincible isn't the best that I've seen recently. Like, there's some anime that I've seen recently that are just off the chain. I mean, I can't even, I can't even explain how good they look. I mean, like I just, I just told you, Vinland Saga. Um. Oh man, you need to watch this movie called Ninja Scroll from 1993. I mean. That movie is insane. Mm. Um, you know, visuals. See, I'm I'm about to just make you a big behind list because <laughs> yeah, I like, need I need that list. Like when you when you see all these all these movies and shows, it really it really puts you in a perspective. Like a lot of stuff that comes out really ain't all that. Mm-hmm. Like when you see something like Ghost in a Shell, everything else is just kind of like, oh, okay, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like Akira, I'm glad you watched Akira though, because that one, that was one of the first, that that might have been the first anime movie that I've ever seen, actually. Really? I think so. I'm trying to think. I think the first oh, no, anime movie I've that seen, I saw. I've seen Dragon Ball movies way before that, so I'm lying. But when I first like really, Ball, what is Dragon Ball considered? Uh, is is it is it really considered anime? Yeah, it's Japanese. Okay, yeah, you're right. Um, wait, what was I about to say? I think the first the first movie anime movie that I saw was probably Spirited Away. Really? So yeah. I didn't I didn't see a single Ghibli movie till like last year. Wow. <laughs> Or maybe 2020. Wow. And I've seen... Yeah, Spirit Away is fire. See, and that's like Mm -hmm. what I'm talking about. Like like Ghibli, the Ghibli movies are another one that visually, they're just top notch. I mean, and I've seen seen Ponyo, Spirit Away, and Princess Mononoke. I think those are, I think those are the only ones that I've seen. So I still have a bunch to see, but yeah, all and all three of them, you know, visually are just insane. I just I can't even imagine what it takes to make those movies, you know? Yeah, I know. Like it's just it's just crazy. Like it blows me away every single time. Like, like it it probably takes a lot because if you look into something like um uh when when was Spirit of the Way made? Spirited Away was either like 90s or like 04 or something because Ponyo came out in like 2008. Let me see. Spirited Spirit Away came oh, out in 01. 2001. All right. Yeah. So you have Spirited Away in 2001. Right. And Ponyo when... came out in like 06. Okay. Something like that. Oh, 2008. Yeah. Spirited Away 2001 with that animation style. Right. And then compared to like the best like American animation style today, which I think would be like into the Spider-Verse to be honest. Right. And 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 Spider-Verse is 3D too. That was uh, yeah Spirit Away is 2D. Right. But that's like what so I like, said though. Like the 3D it, it usually works better in the movies because they always have a bigger budget. Right. 
Right, you're right. Like, I can't really, I don't think I can name one American show where that's, that's 3D anime that I really like visually. I just can't. There's probably one out there. Maybe I haven't seen it. But you know what's crazy? I mean, did, did you like, did you like Jimmy Neutron? Yeah, I did like Jimmy Neutron, but that show looks dated now. I gotta admit, yo, no, it does, it does. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie, because um, I did, I did check it out the other day, and then I realized that there was like no detail in that show. Yeah, and it was just because of the time, man. That like all that stuff was new. Mm-hmm. You know, um, remember the first 3D animated thing to come out was Toy Story, and that was 1997. I think that was the first wow. 3D animated movie to come out was Toy Story, and that was, you know, late 90s. So Jimmy Neutron wasn't that long after that, and it was a TV show. So, yeah. you know, they didn't have the budget or the technology, really, to make it look that great. And, but even, you know, as a kid... As a kid, I wasn't really watching stuff for the same reasons as I am now. I mean, as long as it was, like, entertaining in some way. You know, when you're a little kid, it doesn't really take that much to entertain you. So I'm not really, you know, critiquing visuals of a cartoon when I'm, you know, five years old. So, of course, I like Jimmy Neutron. I like, I still, and I still think Jimmy Neutron is a good show because of, you know, the writing and just had interesting characters and plots and everything. Right. But, um. That's not something that I'd watch now for the visuals. Um, yeah. I remember the show Iron Man Armored Adventures, which oh, was 3D. And I did was. like that show as a kid, but this but all those all these 3D shows and that show kind of looks like how a lot of the anime look. They kind of have this weird shiny look to people. Yeah. Like uh-huh. the people, even like their their skin, it just they just look like plastic. It's just, it's weird. I just, I just can't, I just can't, you know, really get around to it. Um, I'm yeah. sure there's people out there that really like it, but, um, you know, that's just not something that I can really rock with. Um, but there is a show that I really want to watch that just came out last year called Maya and the Three on Netflix. It's a mini series though. So it's, you know, they don't have to make, and it's a long season of TV. It's only a few episodes, so um, they're able to, you know, use their budget and really make it look good. And that's three D. Also, Arcane is three D, and that's so. Oh, I haven't. I gotta get into Arcane because we, yeah, we gotta. I gotta watch it too. too. Yeah, I gotta watch it too. <laughs> um, that's also three D, and I it looks from from what I've seen, like the trailer, it looks it looks good. So I'm ex- I want to watch those two and. I did start Super Crooks, which is on Netflix. It's an anime, um, but that's 2D, and um, I want I want you to watch that too, so we could talk about it. Um, but yeah, um, I really I'm hmm. I'm really one of those people that really wants to hold on to 2D animation. I mean, I like 3D animation, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, my favorite is 2D, and I love Spider Verse too. Even even though Spider-Verse is 3D, but it's probably the best looking, you know, 3D I movie know I've ever seen. It's so good. Yeah, that movie is just insane. And, and 
and to anybody listening, you too, you need like you need to watch all the behind the scenes stuff with that movie. Um, just the amount of craftsmanship that that went into it is just it it just blows my mind thinking about it. Um, and there's a reason it took them like four years to make it, and that's why it's taken them another four to make the second one, just because they right. really they really go hard putting all that detail. I was gonna say that. To it. So <laughs> yeah, because they came out 2018. Spider-Verse mm-hmm. 2 is coming out this year, so. Right. The end of this year. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need that list, that list of animes. Right, yeah, right. Swing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm about to make that. you a big behind the list. And, and I'm, I'm going to give you, like, a whole bunch of, like, you know, live action movies to talk about, too, because there's a bunch. I mean, have you seen our Instagram? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, like I'm trying. I try to you know post a variety of things, and I'm just I always whenever I, whenever I think about like posting, I'm like, did Adrian watch this? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. It was like I I got a chance to peep it the other day. But yeah, but so, I mean like the movie. Like if I post something about a movie. Oh, the movie. Oh, the movie. Yeah. Oh. And then I'm. I think <laughs> did Adrian see this movie? Probably not. But. You know, yeah. I haven't I haven't seen a bunch of stuff either. That's why it's cool that we've been doing this too, because it might be a classic movie, but you're getting our first reaction to it. Feel right. Me? <laughs> Initial reaction. So, you know. Right. Right. So it's always a good time. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, there's just even though I have I have seen a lot, but there is a lot I haven't seen. I mean, there's still there's still movies that people say, Oh, you have you seen this? And I'll say no. And they're like, Really? You haven't seen Yeah, it? I know. I know. I'm trying not to be that guy anymore. Right, right. <laughs> but you know, um, I just think it it depends. It just depends what you're into. Like we into you know the superhero stuff a lot. So there's a lot of things that maybe are critically acclaimed that I haven't mm-hmm. seen just because my time went to something else. Like I I was watching you know whatever MCU or you know DC movie came out because that's what I'm into first. So I've right. seen basically every one of those movies. So whenever someone mentions that. I've seen it, but it, it, it'd be the other stuff that um I haven't seen, but I'm getting into all that more. Have you seen Eternals? <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't not yet. Um, but soon enough I will. Yeah, and enough. then you know we're we'll, gonna bring it to the pod. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. Yeah, um yes, I have a lot of stuff that I still I still want to watch. And I really, I really just like it because you see something that you haven't seen before. I really, right. I really like that. I like that's like my search. It's like a constant search when it comes to art in general, whether it's music, movies, mm-hmm. whatever. It's like I want to, I want to see something that I haven't seen before. So, like that first time that I watched like Ghost in the Shell, which you know now that's like a you know it's a classic, it's a heavy hitter. Pretty much everybody's seen it, but like when I seen it, it was like. Damn, like it really, it really blew my mind. Like, you know, watching Akira, Ghost in the Shell, mm-hmm. um, you know, Cowboy Bebop, even like Dragon Ball. Like, I didn't watch the original Dragon Ball until I was a teenager, because that never really aired on TV when we were kids. It was always Dragon Ball Z, and right, it kind of, it kind of pains me because everybody always knows about Dragon Ball Z, but nobody really watched Dragon Ball. So, I've never seen Dragon Ball. Yeah, bro, you need to. You need to. 
and it's like I remember I I, I have like this huge like uh Dragon Ball Z uh Dragon Ball Z phase where I was just like obsessed with like all the characters and everything. Yeah, so was yeah, I. I've read like yeah, I've read like the Dragon Ball Wiki. Um and, and that was how like I learned I learned about everything that went on in, in um Dragon right. Ball. Right. And I didn't even know that Dragon Ball existed for the longest time, like the actual like show. Right. I just thought it was Dragon Ball Z, like because especially as kids, like I didn't really know about like the, the mangas and all that kind of stuff. Like mm -hmm. so as I got older and I just really like got into it, started reading, you know, the Wikipedia, and I keep seeing Dragon Ball. I'm like, what's Dragon Ball like? I don't know what that is. I just thought it was Dragon Ball Z, and then they had a, the, the Dragon Ball GT later. Right. So then I was like, oh, this is like a separate show, and as long as hell, too, because I know Dragon Ball Z is almost 300 episodes, like, if you include all the filler and stuff. Yeah. So I was like, okay, there's this one <laughs> called Dragon Ball, and it's like the beginning, beginning. I was like, what? I never saw this? Because it starts off with, like, Goku as a kid and everything, and, like, it basically shows him grow up to being a man. So that was like that was that like watching that was also really cool. Um, and it just it, it really just like brought back my love for Dragon Ball in general, you know, because seeing that for the first time was just really dope. And and there's a there's a lot about that show that I even like better than Dragon Ball Z. I think I think visually that show is slightly better than Dragon Ball Z. Because that was just a time when I think the show was really focusing on like, you know, backgrounds and stuff. And the fighting was more about hand-to-hand -hand fighting instead of a lot of like, uh, powers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was just really cool like to see it really dive into that martial arts and and really, you know, just the artwork. I really, I like that. I like that the art style of that show too. But it's funny because the beginning of Dragon Ball Z is basically the same as Dragon Ball art wise. It's not till, it's not really till like the Frieza, like when they go to Namek, that the art right. style starts to change and get modern. I mean, I like that mm -hmm. art style too. Like, because if you look at like how Vegeta used to look, and then you see him, you see everybody kind of get like way more ripped and muscular. It's kind of funny. Like right. as the show goes on, like look at look at characters from the Saiyan arc and then look at the Boo arc. They just they they're like drawn completely different. But yeah, I like I like I really like um the original Dragon Ball and everybody should watch it if you're a fan of Goku and that kind of thing. All right. Well, we we talked about a lot actually. <laughs> Yeah, talk about yeah. Definitely. We, we talk about a lot, a lot, a lot more. We talk about a lot of um, anime, which I, which I still, I still gotta, I still gotta catch up on, cause um, yeah, you do gotta catch up, but yeah, cause I don't, I don't, I don't have the strongest, I don't have the strongest knowledge with with, with our anime now. <laughs> yeah, not I don't either, but I mean, I I try to watch a variety of things, you know, whether it's foreign. American, but you but you know you know a good amount you know a good amount of anime, so yeah I've seen I've seen I've seen a good amount but you know I just mm -hmm. it's a, I'm only I you know I just know some fanatics that I know I know a lot of people that only watch anime so you know those kind of people are gonna know more than me but 
Right. I've seen I've seen a good amount. But um before we get out of here, I wanna to ask you, because I cause since Hit Monkey, which what we talked about today, is super right. underrated. What is something underrated that you've seen that you think everybody else should see? Like another thing that's underrated. Oh, that's a good question. Something underrated I've seen that Well, does it have to be anime? No, no, anything, anything. TV, anything? movie, I, yeah, TV, movie, whatever. Well, I I don't think it's underrated because I hear a lot of people talking about it, but I don't hear enough people talking about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like, I hear a lot of people talking about it, but not enough. So, honestly, something that I watched recently um, that, like, really, really surprised me was... Uh, uh, <laughs> It's Ted Lasso. <laughs> oh, yo, yo. And speaking of Ted Lasso, you know the the main guy, Jason Sudeikis, is is plays Bryce in Hit Monkey. Yeah, he's the same guy. I forgot to Bryce bring that Monkey. up before. I forgot to bring that yeah. up before. I meant to. Have you watched yeah. that? No, but I want you know, to. Have... Um, I I want to. Oh, you haven't I'm, watched it. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna watch it soon. You, you see, you watched it. You oh, watched okay. the whole thing. Yeah, I watched the whole thing. Ted Lasso. It's a really good show. Um, I didn't I didn't know what kind of show it was. I thought it was a comedy, but um, it's not uh, a comedy. I thought it was comedy too. It, no, no, it it's a comedy, but it's more of like a feel good comedy. Okay. So like the story the story behind it the, the story behind like it's not always a comedy. So it, like it has like it has like lessons involved and everything too. So um, it was actually a really good show. I thought that it was structured well and um. Uh, yeah, I don't really hear a lot of people talking about it. Like, yeah. I, I hear people talking about it, but like, not as many people as like everybody's talking about um, Euphoria now and like Ozark, yeah, and yeah. all those shows that are coming out. But yeah. like Ted Lasso, man, like that, that's a pretty good show. It's not, it's not like action packed, but you know. Yeah, it's yeah. Good. All right, I'll watch that next then because, well, did you watch Euphoria? I'm I'm watching I'm watching Euphoria now. Okay, so so you're not done with season one. No, I'm not done with season one. No. Okay, I've seen I've seen it all up to now. So like I'm watching season two as it comes out. I watched season one. Bro, <laughs> what year was it? Was it 2019? I think it was. <laughs> I think it was right after the season one aired, right? And I just heard about it. I was just. I heard oh, Euphoria. I didn't really know what it was about. I mean, I assumed it was about drugs just because it's called Euphoria. And I knew yeah. Zendaya was the lead. So I was interested because I was like, okay. Because Zendaya, you know, she was like a Disney kid. Right. And I was like, okay, well, now she's grown and she's doing an HBO show. So I know it's going to be like serious. And I was just interested. I was like, I wanted to see Zendaya in like a, in like a different role. So I watched it and immediately I got hooked, bro. I watched the whole season in like two days. I kid you not. <laughs> so I, I um, to be honest, like, uh, it's, it's a little bit off topic, but but like, I was never really like the biggest fan of like Zendaya's acting, right? Mm-hmm. But I never really to saw be honest, her in anything besides like Disney stuff. Like I mean I remember yeah I remember seeing her like the Disney uh in, in her Disney show, and then 
and like Spider-Man, I wasn't really like I wasn't really the biggest fan of her mm-hmm. in like the in the in first two movies. Right, right. Um but her acting in this, her acting in in, in Euphoria yo, is, be is really yo, she be acting, bro. <laughs> that's why that and and that's what's really been um uh what's really been keeping me interested is Zendaya's acting is just so it's just been so good yeah, throughout yeah. the whole show. Yeah, she's dope. But yeah, um, I'm also I'm watching Ozark too. Um, I didn't finish the last the well, it's part season four, part one, so I didn't finish that mm-hmm. yet. I watched like a few episodes. Um, but yeah, I'm watching that. I watched Ozark. I think I watched the first two seasons, like after season one and two had came out, I watched those, and then I watched season three when that came out, and now I'm watching four. But yeah, did you watch that too? Um, I watched I watched season one and two when when they when they first uh, were on Netflix and nobody was watching Ozark, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I didn't like season two. Really? So when yeah, I I didn't I I wasn't the biggest fan of season two. Yeah. Um. So then when or was it season? No. Yeah, I didn't like season two. But then when season three came out, I didn't give it. A, I didn't. I wasn't watching it for a while. And then when I did watch it, I was like, okay, you know what? They kind of, they kind of like really set up the story mm-hmm. with season three. Yeah, we got to talk so, about that again. We do have to talk about that, yeah. Yeah, but well, you know, we, well, we should wait till the whole show ends then. We should wait till the whole we, show we, comes out. We have a lot, we have a lot to talk about. And yeah, no, gonna... I'm, I'm definitely going to watch Ted Lasso that, since you said you watched it. Cause I yeah. feel like I feel like every show I've seen that you haven't seen, so I gotta watch Ted Lasso, and I've been meaning to. Like it's on my list, but there's just so much. Like I watched season one of The Sopranos, then I watched um, what did I watch before that? I watched Better Call Saul. Did you finish that? I finished, yo. You know what? I didn't finish Better Call Saul. I didn't watch the the Breaking Bad movie either. El Camino. I didn't watch that. Oh, I, I I watched El Camino. Yeah, is it good? Uh, it was okay. It wasn't. Yeah. it wasn't the best, but like it was, it was cool. Um, it was cool to see Jesse again. So, yeah, I might watch that then. Yeah, yeah. I, I watched. I, I wanna I, go ahead. I I, I want to finish Better Call Saul though. I, I I don't know. Yeah, like it was just so slow at some point. So then I didn't get to finish it. Yeah, I watched season one, but I'm like. I'm like rotating through a bunch of things. Like I, I'm, I watched Better Call Saul. Then, um, I watched The Queen's Gambit on Netflix. Did you see that? No, I didn't see that. So, and it's it's only one season, so you should watch that. Um, it's really dope. The premise, you, I'm telling you right now, the premise is gonna make you laugh, but you just have to give it a chance. All right, I'm not even gonna say nothing else about it, but, <laughs> but, um. Yeah, so I'm like rotating. Like I watched that, and I watched Soprano, which is a bunch of seasons. Um, and then we should um, we should we should start the next episode with like a list of of shows that we watched that are slept on, that that we want um that we want the viewers to get into. Like a list yeah, of like five shows each or something like that. Definitely, we, definitely. Um, because it definitely like shows that like I've seen. That like I I probably that I probably forgotten about, which is why like, um like Ted Lasso is probably like the most recent. That's why I brought it up. Yeah. But there's there have been shows like I watched that um 
that like I'm drawing a blank right now. But by next episode, like I, I got you guys. <laughs> yeah, there's so many I want to watch too. Like I've been meaning to watch Blue Mountain State for years, Mr. Robot. You know, there's there's a whole bunch that I can name, but yeah, um, I'm definitely I'm definitely gonna start Ted Lasso next too. After I finish Ozark right now. Yeah. I'm gonna watch Ted Lasso so we can talk about it because that show it really interests me. Um so yeah, that's really all I got. And um oh well I asked you before what something you watched that's underrated. Um do I have anything that's underrated? Um man. I mean you watched a lot more than I did, so <laughs> yeah, but I haven't watched anything that I could say is underrated. Um, I mentioned it on the podcast before, but I'm gonna go mm-hmm. with Carmen Sandiego. On it is. Oh, okay. It is an animated show on Netflix. And yeah. It is about a like a professional jewel thief. Um, she wears like a red hat and red coat. So you know, if you ever hear someone say something like Carmen Sandiego, like, you know, you know what they're talking about. Cause it's like this girl that wears like a red hat and coat. Um, right. yeah, she's like a, she's like a professional jewel thief. She's, and, uh, the show just, it's really good. Writing wise animation is really good. The art style. That's, this is another one. I said before that the art style is one of my favorites nowadays, like a new shows right now. It, it's just it's just so great looking that I can't even get over it. Um, but yeah, I think there's three seasons out. I've only seen season one. I gotta get back on it. But yeah, that's that's a show that's really underrated. I think I think nobody's really talking about it because it's not like an adult show. Yeah, it's it's something that kids could watch, but I think adults could really enjoy it too. Like it's not. It's not childish. It just doesn't have cursing and like gore and stuff. Okay. But, okay. but it's not childish. So, um, yeah, uh, Carmen San Diego, hmm. watch it on Netflix. All right, I, I'm a, I'm definitely tap into that. I I added that um a couple weeks ago when you brought it up the first time. So yeah, it's on my list. Yeah, that's all I got for today, man. All right, same, but. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, yeah, thank you for tuning in. Uh, make sure to follow us on social, on our, on our socials, uh, at FilmJetPod on Instagram and Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, make sure to leave a, a, a five-star review underneath the, um, um, wherever you listen to your podcast. That five-star reviews only. <laughs> Anything less than that, we don't need it. <laughs> For real. Five star reviews only. Apple um, and Spotify. We on Apple yeah, and Apple Spotify. Spotify. Let's go. Um, Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> also, I'm telling Adrian a bunch of stuff he needs to watch. He's telling me what I need to watch. Man, y'all tell us what we need to watch. If, you, if there's right. anything that you want us to talk about, comment on Instagram, mention us on Twitter, at FilmJetPod. Um, yeah, comment on Instagram, DM us, whatever. 
Um, we respond to DMs. We respond to comments. You know, mention us on Twitter. You know, let us know. Let us know. Um, we open to watching anything. I know I am. I watched, I watched stuff from 1940s black and white to 2021 wow. animation, live action, any country. You know, I'll watch it all. So, you know, tell us what you want us to watch, and then and we'll talk about it. Yeah, let us know. We got you. All right, man. See y'all next week. Yeah, thank y'all for listening.